Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. A friend posted in a local Discord chat the other day about how she was feeling a bit down and wanted advice about how to feel better. I responded, trying to cheer myself up has never worked for me. I tend to wallow in my feels, really experience them. I also tend to exaggerate them for myself, almost make them overdramatic. And I spend time listening to my feelings. What are they telling me? What am I needing or missing, really? Sometimes I just need to take time to feel sorry for myself, and that's okay. All happy all the time is not possible, nor would it be good for me. I grump about. I complain. I journal sometimes. I just sometimes find that writing how I feel gets me in better touch with myself and what I need to do to take the next step. I guess... For me, what works is to walk through the thick of all my feels and know that I'll come out the other side, because I always do. I wasn't always like that. I used to believe that feeling bad was not good. That it meant that there was something wrong or bad about me, that I was broken and that I must do anything to be better. Part of that was trauma from an abusive relationship. The rest is just messaging from a society that fetishizes happiness. Thankfully, I've come a long way since then. Today, I'm sharing with you part of that journey and an idea that really helped me with my understanding. Can emotions be wrong? I say no, because emotions in my mind are simply feedback. They are not good or bad. They simply are. They are information. And like many other processes, they are a result of input, which can absolutely be wrong. And they result in feelings, thoughts, and actions, which can also be wrong. And some of you will probably say that I'm being pedantic. I may be. Or that I'm just wrong. Also possible. However, looking at my own experiences this way has made a difference to me, so I'd like to share it with you. A few years back, I had a lovely date night with a charming man in San Francisco. We flirted, danced, explored interesting food and drink, and more than anything else, we talked. Our conversation covered a range of topics from 80s emo boys to the idea that feelings and emotions could be separated, and by doing so, humans could understand themselves better. And that stuck with me. Emotions versus feelings versus thought versus mood versus actions. That's a lot of verses, I know. I can be an extra sort of person sometimes. Let's start at the beginning. Emotions happen in about one quarter of a second in our minds and our bodies in result to stimulus, either real or imagined. Chemicals are produced to prepare us for some sort of reaction and are released in another quarter of a second. Emotions last about six seconds total and are designed to warn us about something going wrong or inform us when something goes right. Feelings are usually a combination of multiple emotions happening in our bodies at the same time or so close to each other as to not make a difference. They happen after we experience the emotional sensation or chemical dump and begin to process it in our minds. They are both the beginning and the result of interpreting the emotions we experience. Feelings, 
like emotions, are experienced in both mind and body. For example, we talk about feeling pain both physically and emotionally. Thoughts. As we process and interpret our feelings, we think about them. We interpret them further and assign meaning consciously. Mood. A gathering of the thoughts we are having added to other stimuli, such as weather, company, human or animal, atmosphere, and physiology to create an overall experience that colors any and all additional inputs, which can in turn affect emotions. Moods can last for as little as a few minutes and as long as, well, days, months. They can stick around. Actions. What we do in response to our thoughts and moods. Here are some examples. Emotions. Experience emotions and interpret as painful. Feelings. I am sad. Thoughts. My heart is broken. Mood. Wallowing in ennui. Actions. Watching sappy romantic movies, eating ice cream from the tub, and crying. (laughs) Here's another one. Emotions. Experience emotion with heartbeat speeding up, mind feeling light, and interpret as pleasure. Feelings. I feel love. Thoughts. This person is wonderful. I love them. Mood. Floaty. Happy. Obsessed. Actions. Sending sweet messages. Smiling a lot. Whistling. Maybe having sex. Together or solo. Horror movies equal love? Did you know that watching a horror movie can put your body into a state of emotion like fear and anxiety that mirrors reaction to arousal? So when you feel those reactions, your mind will look for environmental explanations and will not recognize the movie as the root cause. If you experience a racing heart or sweaty palms and there isn't a legitimate reason to manifest fear symptoms, your mind can confuse these physical signs as attraction. That's why the old trope of a woman screaming in the theater and her date casually putting their arm around her shoulders exists. Because humans instinctively know the connection. Were the emotions wrong? Nope. But the interpretation, thought, and any follow-through could be predicated on the wrong thing. So who cares? Well, I do, and you might. What that conversation did for me has lasted long beyond the boundaries of a single evening. I learned more about how to be smarter with my feelings and to pause and take time to experience my emotions, really dig deep into my feelings and move forward with more intention into my moods and actions. Of course, I'm not perfect. No one is, but this model helped. Steps towards greater emotional intelligence. One, learn more words for feelings. I wrote about emotional vocabulary in May of 2019 as I was diving deeper into the exploration of my emotional self. I learned that most people go through life experiencing a small number, about five, of emotions over and over. Expanding your vocabulary can expand your ability to feel and experience in a wider range. Two, label your feelings. This 
simple idea creates better communication and connection between the emotional and cognitive parts of our brains, according to research. Expanding your vocabulary in step one can really help here. Three, understand the function of your emotions. Plutchik's model is an interesting presentation with eight foundational emotions, joy, trust, fear, surprise, sadness, anticipation, anger, and disgust. It also provides some excellent vocabulary ideas for your feelings. I'll include the link in the show notes. Four, examine your feelings and thoughts. Before changing your mood or taking action, take a moment to examine what might have triggered your emotions and why you labeled them the way you did. You might find that you've made assumptions that are not necessarily true or that you are experiencing a response to stimuli that doesn't require a response, like a horror movie or a sad novel. Five, experience your emotions without needing to do anything about them. Not all emotions or feelings need to result in action. Sometimes it's enough to just take in what they are telling you and move forward. These steps have made a huge difference in my life and in my leadership within my power exchange relationships. I still fuck up. I'm as human as anyone else, but I fuck up less. And when I do, I can catch myself and fix things more quickly. And I practice every day and get better incrementally. What are your thoughts? Am I full of it? Or do you see some value in what I'm sharing with you for yourself? Have you explored this theory before? What was your experience? What worked and what didn't? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, it's built by Kingsters for Kingsters, Polly, Queer, Trans Folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.